Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Cretaceous Campcast. I'm Cretaceous Dave, and this is a podcast all about Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous and Jurassic World Chaos Theory. In this episode, I have another, uh, what did I call it? Random rewash of Camp Cretaceous. But before I get into that, got some Chaos Theory updates and news for you all. Um, first, before I even get into that, if production quality is a little substandard, I am recording in my car once again. That's right, I've got some time, a little break from work, decided let's go out to the car and record an episode. So <clears throat> you're going to have to deal with if there's poor audio or video quality or anything once I get try to get rid of the background of my car. Anyway, enough about that. Um, first thing with chaos theory, you guys, if you're paying attention at all on social media, you've probably seen all of this already. So I apologize if this isn't news. But in case you don't pay attention to that stuff or you just listen to the podcast, uh, I'm going to fill you in anyway. The first bit of Chaos Theory update is multiple retailers are now listing the release date for the junior novelization as June 4th. That is a month earlier than originally um, seen online. So that means the show's probable premiere date would be May 31st. The reason I'm going with that is every junior novelization of Camp Cretaceous came out the Tuesday after the Friday the show is released. So the show is released, then four days later the book is released. So assuming they're keeping that trend, the show will be out on May 31st. And that is awesome. We are, what, three months away? Uh, If that's correct, we are three months away, just a little over three months away. Very excited. That means a trailer should be coming anytime now. My guess is sometime in March, but from people I'm talking to, they're saying it could be literally any day. Uh, nobody knows for sure. We don't know what's coming, when's coming. Uh, I know a lot of the bigger outlets get a heads up when a trailer's coming. As far as I know, they have not been told that yet, but you know, um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I'm thinking sometime in March, but March is just a few days away so who knows let's see uh the other big deal with the book is it's available in audiobook format none of the camp cretaceous novelizations were available in audiobook and i think that's really great because myself i rarely have time to read but i spend a ton of time driving so i do like to listen to audiobooks listen to the Maisie books, listen to Jurassic Park and the Lost World like a thousand times i've listened to some star wars books uh i just like listening to books uh, if I don't have any new podcasts to catch up on, I'll listen to a book while I'm driving to work or driving the dog somewhere or whatever I'm doing. So it's pretty awesome that uh, volume one of the Chaos Theory Junior novelization will be available in audiobook format. It's available to pre-order now on Audible and it's probably anywhere else you may get your audiobooks from. So June 4th, the date for the book and the audiobook, which means the show is probably May 31st. So keep your eyes, ears, everything open for that. The second thing, kind of related to the book, um, but did get confirmation from a very, very trustworthy source, is you may have noticed the book is called Volume 1. So that makes pretty much anyone looking at it think, okay, it's Season 1, which would mean multiple seasons. I've been saying all along it's most likely multiple seasons. Things that some of the writers and storyboard artists posted on Twitter kind of implied there are more than one season, just based on how long they've been working on the show. If it's only one season, I doubt they've been working on the show for two plus years. Uh, but hey, you never know. Maybe they wanted perfection. Anyway, uh, talked to someone and they confirmed the show is, quote, more than one season. 
Um, no one's going into detail if that means if it's two, if it's three, if it's more, but it's definitely more than one. So that has me super excited. Um, I don't know about you, but I wonder if they're going to be kind of close together, like Camp Cretaceous were. Season two just, bam, came out of nowhere right after season one. Uh, you know, a lot of people are used to having to wait a year in between shows, and here it is just a few months later and another season. I don't know if they're going to take that approach with Chaos Theory, but, you know, who knows? It's definitely possible. I, you know, wouldn't get my hopes up uh, like anything with this show. I'm really tempering expectations, uh, but, you know, I'm hearing good things, and, you know, it's exciting. We're getting more than one season for sure. That's, that's great. Uh, the audiobook length is just over four hours long. So, you know, some people out there doing the math, and they're like, does that make it you know, 10 episodes? Does that make it 11 episodes? Because they're dividing it by 22 minutes. <clears throat> and then I guess if you're reading an episode as long as the episode takes, and lots of stuff involved. I'm not even worried about that. It's going to be at least eight. We know that probably anywhere between eight and 12. So, you know, 10 a good middle ground. Who knows? But uh, yeah, more than one season. That is pretty awesome. The next bit of news all has to do with toys. Um, some people might consider these spoilers, so if you're not interested in potential spoilers, uh, I would fast forward a few minutes, I would skip, um, if you're watching the video on YouTube, I'll go like this, and then you can come back when you see me doing that, uh, if you're listening, sorry, you're just gonna have to kind of jump back in and then see if I, I'm still talking about a toy or not, but... Anyway, if you remember back several months ago when we first found out about the show, there was a New York toy fair, and some news about Chaos Theory toys came out. They listed some species, and we are starting to see some toys of those species being revealed and announced. Now, we don't know for sure if they have the appearance of what they will be in Chaos Theory, but it's a pretty safe assumption that that's what we're getting. Uh, new things we've seen recently is the Pachyrhinosaurus in a mainline Mattel toy. We've seen a Beckel Spinax in an Imagine Next toy, and that is pretty awesome. One thing of note with the Beckel Spinax is it comes with a Wu figure. Now, if anyone knows anything about the Imagine Next toys, they're intended for toddlers, um, and they don't always have anything to do with the package that they're with. So it could come with some random human. Um, but it is really interesting to think about this animal that is supposed to be in Chaos Theory um, getting packaged with the Wu toy. I don't know. We don't know what the box for the Imaginex toy is. We don't know if it says Chaos Theory or has the Chaos Theory logo on it. But it is interesting that the rumored Beckel Spinax is getting an Imaginex toy and it is bundled with Wu. So who knows if we'll see the good doctor. Um, but I think it would be kind of awesome if we did. That is very unexpected, uh, but, you know, could be something really cool. Uh, let's see, what's the next one? Oh, a plushie of a Sukomimus. Uh, this one definitely looks a little bit different than all the previous Mattel Sukomimus. Uh, I think the color scheme looks really cool. We'll see how it translates to either a mainline toy or, um, you know, animated in Chaos Theory. Uh, I don't want to say the Sukomimus is confirmed. Um, but let's just say some reliable people have confirmed that it is indeed in the show. This is why I said, if you don't want spoilers, oh, I really hope you, uh, <laughs> you fast forwarded. Um, 
because I hope that didn't ruin anything. But I know there is at least one person out there who's going to be super, super excited that if that does happen to be the case. Um, he said, I have no real proof. I'm just hearing this from someone who's been incredibly reliable in the past. And they're saying Sukumimus is indeed in Chaos Theory. Now, the last toy is, in my opinion, the most interesting of the toys. And it is a set in the Chaos Theory packaging. So this is 100% a Chaos Theory set. And it comes with two dinosaurs and one human. It comes with a Atrociraptor tiger, which, you know, goes more to that theory that, yeah, the Atrociraptors are going to be in the show. And more interesting is it comes with a Dilophosaurus. Now, these bundles don't always line up, but I'm almost positive a Dilophosaurus is going to show up in the show now. It's If this is one of the first sets that's coming out for the show, why would they put a dinosaur not in the show? Even if it's not in season one, maybe it's in season two. Cam Cretaceous did similar. They released this pack with all these minis, and it had three Baryonyx in it, and it had a Ceratosaurus in it. None of that was in season one. And lo and behold, they all show up in season two. So I do expect a Dilophosaurus to show up, even if it's not in season one. Um, I would bet we're going to get a Dilophosaurus in this show. And if I keep looking around, I'm sorry, there are cars driving by and they're looking at me really funny because they see me, what looks like I'm talking to myself. And now for the big reveal in that toy set, it's a human Ben. We really, really thought and assumed Ben would be in it based on other toy leaks. Um, there was no pictures. It was just a, hey, this toy is coming out instead with a large theropod. That is not this set. And also from Sean posting the, the teaser trailer and then immediately removing it from all of the social media. But this, we have an actual picture in box of grown-up Ben. Uh, he's wearing some jeans. He's got a jacket. He's got short hair. Uh, he's, you know, he's looking good. And uh, if you're interested, just go out. If you search for it, it's probably going to be super easy to find. Uh, Collect Jurassic posted it. Um, and some of the other outlets, you know, have been posting it today now that higher res images of it came out. So once again, if you didn't want to know any kind of spoilers about the dinosaurs or the humans, I apologize. I gave you warning. And I'm going to be done talking about that in three, two, one. All right. See, I'm waving like I said I would after I was done talking about the toys. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you all are excited about that. I'm pretty excited. And, you know, <clears throat> let's get into the episode. So if you remember, a couple months back, I did something called a random rewatch. I used a random number generator, pick a random season, then another one to pick a random episode from that season. And then I would watch it and I would talk about it. So the episode that came up randomly for my random rewatch is season one, episode six. Welcome to Jurassic World. And it's a really fun episode. Uh, I'm not going to kind of do the same breakdown I did last time where I went through the entire episode. I'm going to kind of give a quick recap of it. But I have something that I want to talk about that kind of stood out in the episode for me and is actually a theme throughout the entire series. So just to refresh your memory, uh, season one, episode five ends with the reveal that Sammy had Brooklyn's phone and it was broken and that caused Yaz to crash the van. So episode six picks up right there. We've got so much tension between all of the campers and Sammy that, you know, she had it the whole time. They could have had a chance to make calls. They could have gotten saved, whatever. Um, and, you know, 
she lied. <laughs> she was hiding it from them, and then it got damaged in the um, uh, the fall from the zip line. So she kept hiding it from them. And, you know, everyone's mad, especially Yaz. Yaz finally started opening up to somebody after being in her shell the whole time. And then it's just a lie. And she thinks everything is just one big lie. And, and, you know, then she breaks down. She tells everybody what she was doing for Manticore. But nobody cares. You know, everyone's just completely ticked at her. And then we cut to one of um, my favorite things in season one is when they're kind of intertwining Camp Cretaceous with the Jurassic World movie. And that is we get the Indominus running through with Masrani's helicopter flying over, shooting at it. And then we get to see the whole aviary scene, which, you know, Masrani tragically dies when his helicopter crashes, but it lets all of the pterosaurs out. And then they start heading towards Main Street before they get over to Main Street. You know, they're flying over our campers and that's when they go into the river ride. And we get to see the bioluminescent Parasaurolophus in there. Absolutely beautiful. I think it's a fantastic addition to the show. And, you know, sorry if I'm going through this rapidly. Just just quick recap of the episode, like I said, and then I want to get into a different topic uh, that stood out in the episode for me. And, you know, once they exit the river ride, they're in the Mosasaur Lagoon. And from there, they get into a little bit of trouble. They lose the tablet in the lagoon. Yaz, you know, does her thing and saves everybody, but she tragically hurts her ankle, which, you know, could potentially ruin her whole sports career. And, you know, episode ends with the sirens going off in the park. So I just went through an entire episode in like two minutes. (laughs) If, you know, if you forget it, uh, it's a really good episode. Go back and watch it. I recommend it. Actually, I recommend rewatching the whole thing. You've got three months you got three months to catch up on what 50 episodes of camp Cretaceous before chaos theory comes out. Go ahead, do it. Um, in fact, I think he is going to organize a rewatch, um, an unofficial rewatch where watch one episode a day and talk about it. I think it's a fantastic idea. Let's, let's do it guys. Anyway, what I wanted to talk about that kind of stood out in this episode, and it's a theme throughout the series is decisions. And these kids, and remember they're, kids, they're teenagers, um, they're faced with some really, really difficult decisions throughout the series. And in this one, I'm going to focus on Sammy and on Yaz. And Sammy had to make both on and off screen decisions uh, that led to the events of this episode. Off screen, she decided that she's going to, you know, take up Manticore's offer to go and spy and you know, basically do whatever she could to save her family. Her family was against it. Her family didn't want to send her into that, to get her into trouble, to put her in danger, anything like that. She made the decision all on her own, knowing that her family would be upset with her, knowing she was doing something wrong, um, knowing, you know, probably knowing there are some potentially pretty bad consequences for what can happen if she gets caught. Um, then again, maybe she's not thinking about those things. Remember, she's a teenager. She's a kid. Um, you know, kids don't always think clearly. Heck, adults don't always think clearly. Sometimes we make decisions in the heat of the moment and we don't really think through the consequences or, you know, what can happen because of our decisions. Then on screen, you know, she makes the decisions not just to follow through, like spying in Wu's lab, and getting the DNA sample from the Sinoceratops, you know, putting the data into the drone to send back to Manticore. But 
she also, you know, makes the decision to take Brooklyn's phone. She knew Brooklyn caught her taking the sample, so she took the phone. She made the decision to keep the phone when she knew very well that the phone was possibly their one chance of being saved and getting help. Um, you know, you might think that's selfish. You might think that's greedy. You might think that's just being a really bad person. Uh, and in the moment, you know, it is. And once again, she wasn't thinking of all of the consequences of that decision. She was just thinking, I have to protect myself. I'm here for this purpose. I need to see that purpose through. And I want to save my family. You know, so she's she's not thinking about the consequences of those decisions that she's making. And she does have to make other decisions at other points throughout the series. Um, and then that takes me to Yaz. You know, Yaz has decisions to make throughout the series, uh, particularly season three. You know, when she decides to go and get the anti-venom after Sammy is, you know, poisoned by the Scorpius. Um, but in this episode she makes the decision to hang back in the lagoon and distract the Mosasaurus so the rest of the campers can get back onto land safely. And I thought that was really interesting because she didn't really connect with anybody. She didn't talk to anybody. She eventually, you know, over the course of the previous five episodes, slowly started opening up to Sammy. And, you know, it started off as an annoyance and then, you know, you know, developed into a friendship. And then she felt complete betrayal. And, you know, even though she was betrayed and lied to, she still made this decision to save everybody. She put herself in danger. She was literally inches away from getting eaten by the Mosasaurus. But, you know, going back to you don't really understand the consequences or the outcomes of the decisions you make, something probably not going through in her head is, I'm going to have to get back over there onto the land. And when she did, you know, she hurt her ankle and her entire future could be ruined. She's an athlete. She's a track star. And she may never be able to run the same again. She may never be able to walk the same again. You know, some people suffer serious ankle injuries and they're never the same. Uh, I know someone that broke their ankle really bad and they have a permanent limp if they're not using a cane. You know, it's really unfortunate. But, you know, it, it goes, you know, to what I said earlier that all throughout this series, these kids are, you know, given the situations where they need to make decisions and they don't always think through what could happen with the decision. You know, Darius has a lot of decisions to make and many times he chooses the dinosaurs over his friends uh, until we get to season five where he finally picks, you know, getting off the island over the dinosaurs. And, you know, Brooklyn is faced with the big decision at the end of season three. Um, everybody's got decisions to make in the show. And I just wanted to kind of touch on, you know, the whole decision aspects that really stood out in this episode between the decisions Sammy made and then the decision Yaz had to make. And it just got me thinking about, you know, this, the show is full of these de decisions that these kids have to make. And these kids should not be put in situations where they need to make these really, really hard decisions. You know, a 14-year-old or whatever Sammy is, 15, she shouldn't have to decide between, you know, staying home and, you know, going on a 
corporate espionage mission for some really evil company that wants to steal dinosaur technology and DNA. You know, um, Yaz shouldn't have to decide if she's going to potentially get eaten by this marine reptile. Um, you know, th these these poor kids are put in a lot of a lot of bad situations where they have to make really hard decisions. And being kids, they don't really fully think them through all the time. Now, uh, like in season three, when Yaz decides to go get the um, the antidote. She, she knows what's at risk, but, you know, the end result, the, the positive side of it is well worth it to her. She's doing everything she can to save Sammy. She knows what the alternative is if she doesn't go, but also she knows what could happen to her. And then what also happens to Sammy if something happens to her. Um, so I'm not saying they always don't think through their decisions but in this episode you know it kind of stood out especially from sammy that she didn't really think through what she was doing when she was you know faced with these decision decisions i don't know why i'm having such a hard time saying the word decision today uh sorry about that anyway that's it for you know my thoughts on the random rewatch of season one episode six welcome to jurassic world um you know it's brief. I did a really quick two-minute recap of the episode. Like I said, if if you want to get refreshed, caught up, definitely go watch it. It's it's a good episode. Um, you know, season one, episode four might be my favorite episode of season one. Uh, I'm not sure. That's you know, everything just starts breaking down, um, and we get the Indominus for the first time, and it's it's awesome. And I, it might be my favorite just because of how in awe the of the Indominus my son was the first time he saw it. And he was like, oh, I need a toy of that. You know, um, it's a memory that's always going to stick in my head. Anyway, we're not talking about episode four. We're talking about episode six. So go watch it if you need a refresher on it. Thank you for listening to me rant and rave about these kids and the decisions that they make. And, you know, I'll, I'll try not to have so long go in between random rewatches. Let's, uh, let's get another one in sometime soon. I have a, backlog of community Q&A that I'm going to go through. I think I've got four or five in the queue that I have to edit, mix, and upload. Uh, I don't want to do them all back to back to back to back to back because I don't know if you guys you know, are okay with every episode for the next two months being a uh, community Q&A. So I'm going to try to get other episodes in between. So next week will hopefully be another community Q&A. And then who knows, maybe another random rewatch. Maybe we'll have a trailer that I can do an episode talking about the trailer and breaking down the trailer. Maybe we'll get some big news. I don't know. Maybe um, I'm working on trying to get an interview with uh, one of the people involved in the making of the show. I don't want to say who or what exactly they did, uh, just in case things don't work out. But, you know, maybe that'll be available. I I'm not sure. Um, you know, tempering expectations a little bit with that, too. We'll see how things work out. Most of these people aren't allowed to do much because they can't talk about the show. So I kind of have to be careful about how I present the opportunity to do an interview or come on the podcast. But anyway, thank you all so much for listening and watching. Hope you enjoyed. Everyone stay safe, stay Jurassic, and have yourselves a great day. So long.